Welcome to Coffee House Questions. It is great to be with you all again. This is Ryan Polly with Coffee House Questions. I just want to start this week by just saying thank you. After doing the first podcast last week, the introduction, um, I just got a lot of messages of people that were excited um, and looking forward to what was uh, coming in the future and just giving um, encouragement. And so I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for the encouraging words. It really does mean a lot. And so this week, I want to continue on with what we were talking a little bit about last week of why I defend my faith. And this week, I want to talk about why I use evidence to talk about Christianity and defend uh, my faith. One verse that comes up a lot, um, kind of against apologetics, is John twenty twenty nine. And in this verse, Jesus says, Because you have seen me, have you believed? Blessed are those who did not see and yet believed. And a lot of people take this verse to say that it is better to not have evidence. Uh, a blind faith is better than a faith based on evidence um, because it is more blessed for those who did not see yet still believed. However, I feel like Jesus is uh, talking about something a little bit different in this verse uh, because the very next verse, verse 30, uh, continues by saying this, Therefore, many other signs Jesus also performed in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. You see, if it's better to believe without evidence, if someone is more blessed who believed without seeing, then why did Jesus perform many more signs in their presence? That just does not make sense. Rather than saying we should not believe based on testimony or eyewitness testimony, what Jesus is saying here is that it's better that we don't have to see the body of Jesus yet still can believe. It's not talking about this eyewitness testimony because John writes this book, to give account for the things that Jesus did. In verse 31, he says, But these things have been written, so you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. John wrote the evidence that Jesus did, the miracles that Jesus did, so that we would believe. And Christianity is different than many other worldviews because of the evidence And Jesus, as we'll see here, appeals to evidence over and over again. In John 5, 36, it says, But the testimony which I have is greater than the testimony of John. For the works which the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I do testify about me, the Father that the Father has sent me. Jesus is doing works that testify about about him. Again, we see this in John 10:25. Jesus answered them, "I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify of me." And again in John 14:11, Jesus is saying to believe in him because of his works. He says, "Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Otherwise, believe because of the works themselves." And so we see over and over again Jesus saying, look, believe because of the works. If you don't believe the message, at least believe in the works. And in John 10, 37, he says, if I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe in me. You see, Jesus 
did works to show that he was sent from God, to show who he was. And in the same way, it's those works that offer proof and convince those that Jesus is the Messiah. And for that reason, Christianity is unique because of the evidence and the works that Jesus did. Along with Jesus, um, his close disciples were eyewitnesses who wrote evidential uh, testimonies giving us this information. We see in the very beginning in Luke chapter 1, he says, Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile an account for these things accomplished among us, just as they were handed down to us by those from the beginning, were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. And so Luke is saying, look, what is written is an eyewitness testimony account of the things that happened. These, evidence, these evidences that can be trusted. In the beginning of Acts, we see that the apostles were select, selected based on their evidential status. It says in Acts 1, verse 21, Therefore it is necessary that the men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning with the baptism of John until the day that he was taken up from us, and of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And so it was important in the early church that the apostles, the early apostles, were witnesses of this resurrection, the evidence of the resurrection. And again, we see this one more time with Paul in his letters. We see 1 Corinthians 15 talking about all of the evidence. For I delivered to you in verse 3, as of first importance that I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, that He appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, then He appeared to more than five hundred brethren one time, most of whom remain until now, but some have fallen asleep. Then He appeared to James, then to the apostles, and last of all, as to one untimely born, He appeared to me also. I, Paul is giving this list of all the people that Jesus appeared to, giving evidence, confirmation, that the message that they're preaching is true. And so I see here from from the the writers of the letters like Paul, from the early disciples, from the early apostles, to Luke, a historian, writing his gospel, to Jesus himself in the gospels, the evidence is key. Jesus did these proofs to show who he was, and it was these pieces of evidence that confirmed his message and that we should then base a lot of our reasoning on. I love how William Lane Craig says it in On Guard. He says, Jesus and the apostles were not afraid to give evidence for the truth of what they proclaimed. This doesn't mean they didn't trust the Holy Spirit to bring people to God. Rather, they trusted the Holy Spirit to use their arguments and evidence to bring people to God. You see, when we do apologetics, we're not thinking that our arguments are sufficient to bring people to a salvation in God. That people are going to come to a knowledge, a saving relationship of Jesus Christ based on arguments and evidence. Instead, it's aware that the Holy Spirit uses a wide range of tools to bring people to a knowledge of Jesus. One of those tools may be arguments and evidence. 
And so I think the next time we look at this, it's not that we should stay away from evidence and have this blind faith, but instead we base our faith on evidence that we can have a strong faith, the biblical faith that is trust, that we trust in God for good reasons, and we allow the Holy Spirit to work through us and use whatever means necessary to bring people to a saving knowledge of Him. So I want to thank you guys for listening again. Be sure to check out the website, coffeehousequestions.com, a new blog every Monday, a new podcast every Saturday. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Ryan Polly with Coffee House Questions. Mystery to my soul has drawn me to my